Hey, Ty Brady here with Brady Insurance Marketing in the Ty Brady Way, one of the nation's largest field marketing organizations that helps independent agents achieve a six and seven figure income with the systems and strategies that I'm going to talk about with you today. Medicare Part A. For those of you that may not know what Medicare Part A is, is that helps when somebody is hospitalized, they have a per day stay and deductible. But what agents have been running into is Medicare Part A, they're running into individuals where they only have Medicare Part B. So what are their options? You know, how can you help somebody when they only have Medicare Part B? First of all, you can write them on a prescription drug plan. A lot of people don't realize they can actually do that and write them on a prescription drug plan, but they don't have anything that helps them with hospitalization. So that's one thing you can do. Another thing you can do is fight the battle with the state you're in. And let me give you an example of like here in Utah, where my home state is, there's a policy called policy 320. And basically what it says in a nutshell is that if a state takes money from the federal government to help people that are on state Medicaid. So let me repeat that. If the state takes money from the federal government to help people on Medicaid, they have to pay for Medicare Part A. So what are the pitfalls or what do we run into? First of all, there's not a lot of people that know about it. And who has to click the button at Department of Workforce Services and Social Security? Basically, the caseworker that's assigned to them, their state Medicaid worker, has to coordinate making sure they get Part A. So it's a little bit difficult if you have new caseworkers coming in or if the person that's on Medicare and Medicaid has not been assigned a caseworker yet. How do you work through that is, first of all, knowing the policy in your home state. In a lot of states, it is policy 320, and it has very similar verbiage, but it's educating the caseworker and letting them know that the state can and will pay for Medicare Part A. Now, why would somebody not have Medicare Part A? So an example of that is in order for someone to be entitled to Medicare Part A, they have to work 40 credits in their lifetime, and they would have had to have paid into Medicare. So if they did not pay into Medicare and work 40 credits in their lifetime, then they wouldn't be eligible for Medicare Part A. So you may run into somebody that says they have eight quarters. They refer to it as quarters. It's 40 working credits, uh, which is equivalent to about 10 years work, working full time. So if somebody does not have that, they may say, well, they can go back to work and get the additional credits, right? Or they can get on state Medicaid. This does not work for somebody who didn't pay into Medicare that was self-employed. It doesn't work for somebody like that. They would have had to have paid in to Social Security and Medicare in order to be entitled for Medicare Part A. But most people you run into are people that are Medicare, Medicaid, that just didn't work enough quarter credits. Let me repeat that. They can talk to their caseworker and educate them on the policy that's available so they can get Part A. Then when they get Medicare Part A and Part B, you can then help them with a Medicare Advantage plan with any carrier because they now have Medicare Part A and Part B. They can pay for Part A. It's really expensive. But most people don't do that because it's way out of their price range. The one thing I would start with is a caseworker, help educate them, read up on the policy that's in your state, knowing that it's available to them to pay for Part A. And they, they, they have to, is what it says. If they take federal funds and to help with state Medicaid, then they have to pay for Part A if somebody didn't work those credits. Another one you may run into is somebody that was married to an individual that didn't work. They don't show they have Part A. So they would have to qualify through a spouse. And that's where I've run into some people where they were married for 20 years and they said, well, you didn't have enough credit, so they have just Medicare Part B. 
that's a whole other process trying to help them with workforce services and social security to resolve that issue is basically what has to happen is they have to prove that they were married to somebody that did pay into the Medicare system for 10 years in one day, and then they're eligible through a spouse. So my wife's probably going to fall in that category. She's a stay at home mom and hasn't paid into the Medicare system, but I have. So just some things to be aware of when you run into folks because you can help them. Now, if there's somebody that was self-employed that didn't pay into it, there, there's not much you can do if they don't qualify for Medicaid because they're just, they, they got to pay the premium or they don't have an option. Some things to think about with Medicare Part A is just knowing that you can help them, that they need your help. Those are some pitfalls that people fall into. Just, you know, a lot of people tell them, we can't help you or you don't have enough quarter credits. And knowing that Social Security and Department of Workforce Services they work together, but they don't work together. And it takes a little handholding to help that process. I have an agent that is very, very proficient at this, at this process. And she's got a lot of good contacts she's made to help people get Medicare Part A and have the, the state pay for it so people can get on a Medicare Advantage plan and get the benefits that they're entitled to. Remember this, there are things out there that are the land of exclusion. Meaning if we don't educate the members, we don't educate the people that we're in front of, we don't take the time to educate ourselves, we're going to miss opportunities. We can help every person out there if we take the time to ask the right questions, if we take the time to you know, talk to our mentors and find out what options are available to them. But this was just a topic that came up quite a bit this week where people asked me, you know, what are my options? What can I do? I, in fact, I've talked to three agents this week that ran into people that didn't have Medicare Part A. It's pretty common, more common than you think. If this helps agents that you know, feel free to, to pass it along and make sure you tune into the next episode. Subscribe. Thanks for your time as always and have a great day. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Type Radio Way. As always, share, like, and subscribe. Um, go to Instagram at ty.r.brady. And as always, love hearing from you. And let me know what you want to learn on the show or what you'd like me to bring up on the show. Thanks. You can find the Ty Brady Way on Instagram as well as Facebook. To stay connected with giveaways and Ty himself, go ahead and follow at ty.r.brady on Instagram as well as Facebook. This podcast was recorded, edited, and produced by Whitney Face Media Marketing. The theme music is an excerpt from Hot Chicken of the Woods by Isaac Joel.